0: Since we had our our class and um we've between graduations and revival meetings and special services, um and so you don't remember where we are. Fortunately I do. Uh and so I marked it the last time that we were here. I don't I does anybody even have their papers anymore. Have you lost your papers between now and uh, or between now and then uh, when we last were here so just just follow along the best that you can I'll read it to you uh, we'll, uh, we'll give it to you uh, as best we can as quickly as we can tonight uh, but I want you to get it I want you to hear what I'm going to say this evening please uh, I, I, I know my opinions are outdated uh, I know my um, beliefs are antiquated I know it is old-fashioned and yesterday stuff, uh, but we need some yesterday stuff in today's society. Um, and so I'm going to help. Uh, most people that are raising kids have already figured out how they're going to do it, and that's how they're going to do it, and you're not going to help them. Uh, but every now and then you'll run into somebody that's looking for answers, or looking for wisdom, and, and they'll listen. I hope that you'll fall in the category tonight of listening, uh, and getting the help that you uh, need from the Word of God, uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to take about 30 seconds catch you up. I'm just going to give you the outline to do that. I'm not even going to give you any of the meat that we've looked at. Just to give you the outline to bring you uh, to call it up. Um, and then I'm going to I'm going to read several thoughts. Write, uh, give you several things I've written down. Close out with a Bible story. Uh, that backs up what I'm, what I'm teaching you tonight, and then we'll go to the house. Uh, uh, that, that'll, that'll be what we'll do. I think uh, they had so much leftovers. I don't know if I can handle leftovers right now. I'm stuffed. Uh, but I think they was going to pull some of that out of the fridge, heat it up for anybody who don't want to go home and cook supper. Uh, you can do that. You can go over there and get some tonight. We'll fellowship either way, all right? Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's look tonight. Here is the, uh, the outline that we've been on for some time. We're in the first stage of home building. Uh, and in the first stage before anything uh, takes place with a hammer and a nail and, and, and concrete and, and all of those things that would go into building, the first stage is we are, number one, developing a plan. Uh, that is uh, that is what we do. We we develop a plan. What do we want it to look like? Then we determine the prints. We sit down with an architect, and we determine the prints, the blueprints for the home. That is the subject that we've been in uh, for all of these many weeks now. We're going to close that subject out tonight, uh, and then next week we'll start, Lord willing, on uh, um, the next stage, which is demolish the parcel. It's time to clear out the ground and get some stuff out of the way that's in the way. And I promise you if you're going into marriage, if you're going into a life with another individual, you have, uh, you have stuff in your way that you need to get rid of. And they have stuff in their way that they need to get rid of because both of you are coming to a marriage situation with your own baggage. No matter how young you are, how old you are, and you and you need you need to look around and see does this need to stay here or does this need to be moved is this going to come back to haunt me later or do I need to deal with it now uh, some things well we'll look at that in, in uh, next week Lord willing that will be the demolish the parcel and when we do that we'll close out the subject of the first stage and we'll get to the foundation stage uh, of home building all right we're going to close tonight the developing the uh, prints, the blueprints for our Christian home. We've gone through the house room by room and we've drawn up the dimensions of our home uh, uh, spiritually speaking what we want them to look like. From the living room to the laundry room, from the bedroom to the bathroom, we have room by room developed what we want our house to look like spiritually. Uh, Tonight... And the final room that we've been dealing with for the last couple of weeks, and that is the child's room. Uh, Most people, when they go into marriage, are intending most of the time on having children. They don't know what they're going to do with them when they get them, but they're planning on having them. Uh, and, And we want them, probably most folks want them later than sooner and end up with them sooner than later. Uh, and and when we get them, we're not sure what we're going to do with them or or how they're going to act, and they never are what we think they were supposed to be. Uh, As much as we love them, as much as we care for them, they come with their own set of issues, and they are individualistic in themselves. Not one, not two of them are the same. They're all different, Uh, and we have to learn how to deal with them, how to help them, have to help one another deal with them. Uh, That's what we've been looking at in the child's room, uh, how to raise up kids in this hour or any hour for that matter. Uh, And we have looked at three lessons that are crucial. There's one more. I'll give it to you tonight. There's four in total that I've pinned down, uh, but three lessons that are critical, three lessons that are crucial to raising children uh, that they need to learn. They need to learn it early. Uh, They need to learn it well. Uh, in the Christian home, or any home for that matter. Uh, number one was respect. If they don't, if I don't get the respect of the children, they don't learn it quickly, and I'm not talking about uh, uh, necessarily ruling with a rod of iron, though maybe there may be some times for that, uh, but I'm talking about genuine respect. If I can't get them to respect me, uh, that's going to cycle through their life uh, uh, with other individuals that they need to respect. Uh, so teach them respect. I heard somebody say this one time, uh, I thought it was good. Uh, we, we want the authority over our children, and we ought to have that, but most of us want that without influence over our children. Uh, you need, more than you need the authority over them, and you do need that, you need the influence over them. You can rule with a rod of iron and put down your foot and say, this is how it's going to be, and them do what you say do because they have to, but they're looking somewhere else for their influence. I I wanna I wanna love my children and lead my children. And I'm not always good at this, but I'm trying. I'm still doing it. I wanna love my children and lead my children to where not only do I have their authority, that's the final say but I have the influence in their life, that they care genuinely about what I think, that they come to me for wisdom and guidance and that they care uh, about what I say. Uh, you, you, a, a belt uh, will help you get the authority, uh, and I'm not good at this. God help me, I'm trying to do better. A baseball and a baseball glove will give you influence. Uh, a, a, a belt, uh, a rule, will gain authority uh, a fishing pole uh, or uh, a ride down the road uh and spending time will gain you influence and that's what we need not just authority but we need influence can i get a witness right there uh the second uh, lesson not just respect but the second lesson responsibility uh responsibility uh teach them how to do something Teach them to be responsible for their actions. Actions have consequences, and they need to understand that, and we have to start teaching that early. Uh, don't wait till they're 12, 13, 14, and they find out for the first time, I'm mad at you, and you're in trouble, uh, and they've never seen that side of you. Uh, let them learn responsibility for their actions, and let them learn how to be responsible to do things. Uh, it, let, give them room for error. Give them room for making mistakes. That's how we learn. That's how we learn and we need to learn. Uh, the next one was restraint. The next lesson, teach them restraint. And all of these lessons need to be learned by me and you. And if you didn't learn them early, it's never too late to learn. Aren't you glad you can still learn tonight? Uh, you can learn respect. You can learn uh, restraint. You can learn responsibility. Even if you've never been good at that before, you can do that. You can train yourself. You can teach yourself and, and, and restraint. How to tell oneself no and how to learn to be told no. Uh, that's, that's not a bad word. It's not an ugly word. Uh, it's not a... Uh, um, and our society is so foolish and so silly uh, that, that they try to monitor words because Uh, words are destructive and and people say, well, no is a destructive word and and, and a discouraging word. No, no is a very good word. No is an excellent word. Uh, And no will keep you out of trouble. No will keep you in the will of God. So will yes, and we need to learn yes. But no will keep you in your marriage. No will keep you in your right mind. No, thank you. I don't do that. No, thank you. Not interested. Uh, knows a good word that you and I need to learn and our children need to learn it. Uh, here's the, the fourth one. Here's where we're going to get tonight. Uh, and and I, I want you to get it. I want you to not just get it for your children. I want you to get it for yourself. And I want you to go home and implement it teach it to your children. Uh, and that is this last lesson, and it is rest. Uh, every child... Needs to learn the value of rest. Every adult needs to learn the value of rest. It is the fourth lesson as we're looking at this last room as we develop the plans, develop the prints, uh, or determine the prints. It is rest. Uh, let me read some things to you tonight. Uh, do you remember when you were a child, uh, bored with absolutely nothing to do? Wouldn't you like to relive some of those days now? Um, what, what, what's the matter, son? I, I'm just bored. You don't have anything to do? No, nothing to do. Man, I would love to be bored. I can't tell you the last time I was bored. Uh, I, I I wouldn't mind getting bored. I need to I need to go on vacation long enough and I get bored with it. Help me right there. Uh, I hadn't been bored in years. Um, Wouldn't you love to relive some of those days? Probably some of the greatest memories of your life when you think back are slow, simple times. Maybe kicking rocks down the driveway or rocking on the front porch swing with your feet dangling above the ground. Climbing a tree or laying in the grass with the sun beaming down on your face. Did you ever lie awake at night as a child and dream about when you grew up what you wanted to be, the places you wanted to go, the things that you wanted to accomplish? Did you ever just sit in silence and think? If so, if any of that, how how many of you, uh, at least in part tonight, uh, 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 could, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, could affiliate uh, with anything I just read. You, you, you went back in your memory to a time in your life. Uh, anybody in here at all tonight, that was a part of your life as a child. Uh, if so, then you know something about rest. Uh, unfortunately, that is a foreign word to most in today's society. With the rise of social media, the internet, television, music, and the list goes on, our minds are constantly cluttered with noise and information. The sad truth is, just like adults, most children know absolutely nothing about quietness and rest. The need for entertainment has become the new normal, and there's no short supply of opportunities to meet the need. Today's children, and most adults for that matter, don't know what to do if they're not being entertained. Is that not the truth? Put something in front of me that I can look at, that I can watch, that will entertain me or I don't know what to do. Uh, I, I remember, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to my own fault right here. Uh, I remember being a, a, a young man going deer hunting uh, before cell phones, uh, sitting in a tree stand, taking three naps, probably missing more deer uh, than, than, than I realized because I was asleep in the tree stand. That might be dangerous. I don't know. I never fell out. Uh, but asleep in the tree stand with nothing to do, I remember taking a book to read a book or or, 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 or counting leaves on a tree. I mean, what are you gonna do uh, for four hours while you sit there? One thing to my discredit, I have read about myself in recent years is now that this thing goes with me everywhere, it never lets me get bored. Uh, it never lets my mind sit down and rest. It's always in my hand, always in my pocket, and immediately when I sit down, you uh, you 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 may not this may not be you but most of you it is. Immediately when I sit down, it comes out and sits in front of me and I read something, I look at something, I hear something, I I, I Google something, I check the weather. I mean whatever I gotta do, check an email, play a game, I don't have but one, uh but I play it, uh and and uh, that our mind, it, it, your mind, is constantly at work. Uh, I I, I uh, used to miss deer because I was napping. Now I miss them uh, because I'm checking uh, emails. Uh, but but then I was I was resting, and now I'm not. Do you see what I'm talking about tonight? Um, most can't carry on a conversation without staring at their phone. Uh, can I just throw this out here at you? Uh, if you sit down uh, at, at the table with people uh, and you're going out to eat with them and they're, I, I mean I get it, you know, somebody quickly glances at it and puts it away, but you're talking to them and they're looking at this, that's rude. We, we, need to, we need to tell people, that's rude. Put it away, man. Uh, whatever it is, if it's more important than what we're talking about, then get up and go take the call. If it's not, come down, or come in here, sit down, and let's talk. Uh, but but if, 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 if I'm not more important than this, then go deal with what is. If I am, then put it away, right? Uh, kids especially, where is mom and dad? Uh, when kids sit down in front of them, they can't respond to parents. They can't talk to parents. They can't talk to their peers. They, they, they don't use their words. They're talking to their peers in a conversation, in a text message, in the group. Uh, and instead of using words out of their mouth, they're using words from their thumb. Uh, man, I mean, let's go back to yesterday a little bit. Uh, we can teach that kind of stuff. Um, most can't carry on a conversation without staring at their phone. Many can't sleep without the noise of the television or radio playing in the background. Hours are spent in front of the computer, the video game, the cell phone. No outdoor activities, no conversation, and I promise you this this evening, if there's none of that, there is zero rest. Your mind, your children's mind, your spouse's mind is not built by God to run 24-7 constant information taken in, taken in, taken in, taken in. God, as a matter of fact, when he made Old Testament Israel he made, and when he made the world, not just when he made creation, He rested on the seventh day. When he gave Israel uh, the law, they were to rest on the seventh day. It was a day of rest. God said, I want you to work, 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 work. I want you to rest. And if, men, you don't learn how to rest, we're going to run ourselves ragged. We're going to run our minds ragged. And we're going to run our children into insanity. Insanity. God wants you to rest. You say, well, I'm not lazy. I'm not telling you to be lazy. There's things that you can do that are restful uh, that are still productive. I, I I read this somewhere the other day. I shared it with our staff, our life staff meeting before the school year ended. Um, everybody's always wanting to quit something. We get tired and we say, well, I'm just... I can't keep up, Lois. I just—I need to quit this and quit this and quit this. And—and and the devil's goal is to get you to quit everything worthwhile that you're doing. I, I, this ministry man it's just taking too much out of me. I just don't think I can handle it. I'm going to back out of this for a little while and—and—and—and and, and, and just you know take a sabbatical. I'm going to quit. Um, I, which, which sabbatical is more of a rest than a quitting? But everybody's wanting to quit. God, God, God's not trying to get you to quit. Uh, uh, that probably is not the first option that needs to be uh, 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 dealt with. Here's, here's what the, probably the first thing that you need to learn in spiritual matters is not to always quit, but to learn how to rest. Learn how to rest. Your kids need just as much rest as you do. Uh, they have... Um, and, and some of your children have cell phones some of them don't, mine don't but they have other stuff that takes its place the television, uh, movies uh, uh, different things like that there's a time and a place I'm sure for all of that me and my wife are discussing I'll be 16 uh, in July we're going to give him a phone because he's going to be driving we're going to put restrictions on it we're going to try to find one without, e- or without internet we're gonna, that, that's just what we're going to do Uh, I I had a man one time say that that was silly and foolish, Uh, that's fine if people want to view it that way, I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but here's what I'm worried about, I don't want to put the whole world in his hand at 16 years old and say, now you figure it out, he can't handle that, you couldn't either. And most of you, before you got victory from the Lord, struggled with the stuff that was on there until God gave you victory as an adult. Most of you got them as an adult and you struggled with them. Uh, how in the world are you going to put that in the hand of a child and think that they're not going to struggle with that and that that's not going to find them? I promise you it will. Um, but we're talking about that. We're praying about how we're going to do that. Um, But besides that, there's enough stuff to keep their mind moving, their their mind constantly working uh, with all that they take in, everywhere that they go. And I need to teach them how to rest. I need to rest. My family needs to rest. Our minds need to rest. What must we do? Obviously, we can't turn back time. Man, don't you wish you could sometimes? Of course, my daddy used to always sing, uh, in the good old days when times were bad. And There's probably a lot of truth to that. The good old days when times were bad. Times have always been bad. And nothing's ever been as good as we would have hoped that it would have been. And whatever time pr- frame you were living in, you could look around and find bad. We can't forever shield our children from the onslaught of information and, and entertainment. What we can do is teach them to rest, to unplug, to turn off, and to rest. Everyone, children and adults alike, must learn the value of rest. How can we learn to think without the thoughts or with the thoughts of the world fogging our minds? How will we ever hear from God with the noise of the world filling our ears? How will we ever see the beauty of God's creation with the sights of the world clouding our vision? Uh, I, I'm gonna give you in a moment a Bible story um, to illustrate this, but tonight I wanna, uh, I, wanna, I wanna give you, I wrote down several things um, that I think will help you, and it's, it's my opinion. I'm sure I could find some Bible on it. Uh, it's my opinion, but if you'll take it tonight, it'll help you, I believe. Um, what can I do, Uh, what should I do uh, to help ensure that my children uh, learn how to rest. Uh, And that's not just taking a nap. Uh, That is not just, I'm not talking about resting my body, though there's time for that as well. I'm talking about resting my mind from the information overload, social media, digital uh, 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 t- internet TV, YouTube videos, Facebook, whatever it is people are plugged into, uh, the news, the radio, news radio, XM radio. I mean, I mean, there's a million ways to plug in and get information and most of our kids from the time that they're about that big, uh, that's their babysitter. Here, take this play with this, watch this, sit down, listen to this. Uh, We do that because it's easy, but easy does not mean right. It does not mean it's right. Um, And we addict them to stuff that's not really that bad, but they can't sleep without it. They can't function without it. They can't behave without it. They can't ride down the road without it. And and so we constantly put it in their face and say, you need this, you need this, you need this. And if you do that, you're going to have a hard time ever taking that back. Are you hearing me tonight? And their minds are never going to shut off. And The sad truth is is, is today, most of them take this to their room, and at 3 o'clock in the morning, when you're sound asleep, they're still on it. Still on it. I know there's something wrong with these kids. No, there's something wrong with us that they take it to their room and they're still on it. They're, they're, they're missing out and they don't know what they're missing out on. They're, 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 they're ruining their minds and they don't know it. Um, here, here's some things I wrote down, all right? And I'm don't i don't, I'm talking about little children grown uh, up. That'll help your family rest. Um, number one, and, and there may be some more in here, and I'll um, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll I'll just improvise if I if I miss some of them and writing them down. Uh, this is applicable. This is is simple, but it's it's right. Uh, make them go outside. <laughs> I, I know that seemed that's just woof, you know. Way over our head. Uh, I'm going to run that one by you again. Make them, you said, preacher, I thought you was going to give me a solution on how to rest and how to unplug and turn. I am. Make them go outside. <laughs> Make them go outside. Uh, fresh air and vitamin D is good for the body and good for the soul. Fresh air. Uh, is so much better than that stagnant air in their bedroom. Fresh air is good for the soul. Vitamin D uh, is good for the skin. I I looked this up this afternoon. The benefits of vitamin D and the negative effects of not getting vitamin D, which comes from the sun, not, not the orange juice. Of course, you can get it from that too, I think. I don't know. Probably vitamin C that comes from the sunny D. False advertisement is what I would call that. Uh, Vitamin D comes from the sun, and we're scared to death. Oh, don't get no sun on you. The sun's going to kill you. (laughs) Vitamin D comes from the sun, and the sun, uh, God put it up there, and God put it up there because you need it. It changes your mood, it changes your attitude, it changes your demeanor, it changes your health. Uh, And we are raising pale, pasty, uh, gamer children that don't know how to breathe fresh air and don't know what sunlight feels like. And here's what the negative effects of that is. I looked it up. Uh, People who don't get much sunlight are more prone to diabetes, autoimmune diseases, schizophrenia, You're more prone to be schizophrenic when you are inside all the time without sunlight. Isn't that amazing? I'm gonna gonna give you my, this is my opinion. Make them go outside. Outside. Well, I'm scared of what's outside. Be more scared of what's inside. Make them go outside. Ah. If you got land, turn them loose. If you don't have land, build a fence. If you can't build a fence, move. 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 Well, I live in a subdivision, preacher, and I don't trust my neighbors. Put a little for sale sign. It's a great time to sell a house. Great time. Put a for sale sign. Sell that place and move them because you've only got a short amount of time to raise them. Move them where you have freedom to raise them. Why why are you so interested in keeping up with the not these Joneses, but they might be good ones to keep up with if you was trying to keep up with some? But why are you so interested in keeping up with the Joneses that you would sacrifice the liberty and the freedom of raising your family uh, for for, for some uh, concrete paradise that they can't go outside and live in? Uh, If you can't move, then get in a car that does and drive it to a park every other day and throw a ball, throw a frisbee, take a hike, go for a swim, do something outside. It is restful to the body. Are y'all hearing me tonight? Uh, Make them go outside. Number two. Allow them to use their imagination. I'm just giving you my opinion what will help us learn to rest. Allow them to use their imagination. That is a foreign concept because people, if they can't see it anymore with their eyes, they don't believe it. If they can't see it with their eyes, they don't understand it. When I was a kid, and I know that was not that long ago to some and to some, well, most of this crowd in here wasn't that long ago. Those over there in the other building, that, that, that was ancient times. But, but when I was a kid, that's what we used to play our imagination. Hey, you want to come over to my house? Hang out this weekend. Yeah, what are we going to do? <laughs> ride our bicycles, cops and robbers. I know this probably ain't politically correct. Cowboys and Indians, uh, good guys and bad guys. Uh, uh, I, I mean, you name it. Uh, ride our bicycles. to t- We had, you know the little air conditioner vent? Uh, that comes out—not the air conditioner vent, the dryer vent—that comes out of the uh, comes out of the uh, uh, the house. Uh, that used to be the bank teller, and uh, this is terrible. But we'd ride our bicycle up to it real quick, hold up the bank, uh, rob the bank, and then try to get away from the try to get away from the other people on the bicycle who were the. police. I know that's terrible, but as imagination, um. Build a fort? uh, Dig a hole in the ground just to fill it back up when daddy gets home? Imagination. What is that? Would be what most people want to know now. You want me to do what? Uh, Does that come with a controller? Uh, Does that have Siri? Siri. The Siri come with an imagination? I got to be careful. You see, she talks, everybody's in here. I'll be talking to them here in a minute. Am I, I remember I was, I was little. We lived in a single wide trailer when mom and daddy first got married in the woods. I mean, in the woods. Uh, the old people talk about chickens pecking under the porch floor. Uh, I'm 37 years old. I remember chickens and a pig under the porch floor. Uh, under the under we our bathroom floor rotted out and we had just enough money to tear it apart. It don't take much money to tear it apart. The problem is we didn't have enough money to put it back together. And so in between being able to put it back together Daddy put down a few boards in there and you could go to the restroom and get a get a bath you'd go to the restroom and use the restroom and part of the floor was open and the chickens would come up underneath the house and the pig would come up underneath the house. Uh we lived in the woods, I was little, we had no money uh, and my daddy believed I should be outside. There wasn't nothing to do inside. Mama said, you're going outside to play. I, I remember, I couldn't have been three or four years old. It's one of the very uh, few memories I have of that time. I have a few of them. Uh, and I remember, I've told you all this before, I had a play plastic hammer uh, and mama sent me outside. We had a dog house on the porch. Uh, And I sat on top of that doghouse. I was scared to be out there by myself. I was the only child at the time. I sat on top of that doghouse with my plate plastic hammer and I acted like I was building the roof on that doghouse uh, because I was scared to go anywhere else. That was good for me. I, I had an imagination. I learned how to come up with stuff. Make them go outside. Allow them to use their imagination. As a matter of fact, encourage them to do that. What am I supposed to do? I don't know, come up with something that don't involve plugging in and turning on a device. If this is going to be a part of their life, then regulate it. If it's going to be a part of their life, then teach them how to use it in increments. But if it's going to be a part of their life, teach them how to also turn it off and do something that don't involve this. And that might mean you have to do that. It might mean you have to come home instead of sitting down in front of that or the television or the computer that you go outside and you help them do things. Number three. I'm just talking about simple ways. Plant a garden. Plant a garden. If you got a bunch of land, I mean just plow half of it up. If you don't, Go, go to Lowe's, buy you some two by sixes, build you a box and put some tomatoes in it and make sure your kids get to walk around in it before, they, before you plant anything in it. There's something, how many of y'all will agree? There's something, you can't replace it with anything in this world. There's something that is incomparable to anything else uh, that comes along with putting your barefoot toes in freshly plowed dirt. It's good for the soul, man, I'm telling you. It is. Not only that, but hard work makes you sleep good at night. And these kids can't sleep. They got to be. They got. They, they, Disney's got to sing them to sleep at night because they can't sleep because they ain't done nothing all day. Plant them a garden, and say, "All right, we planted it together." Now the fun part. How many of you know what the fun part is of garden? It's 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 the it's not the picking the fruit. Weeds, <laughs> and then let them know the reason I had you so you could pull weeds. Amen. That's why God brought you into this world, cause weeds grow in gardens, and you your hands are just right for weed picking. That's your job. They'll sleep at night. They'll get them some sunlight and they'll know something about a job well done. Preacher, this is old-fashioned antiquity. All right, then throw them in front of this let Disney and YouTube and TikTok raise them. Your choice. Now go plant them a garden and let them do something. I'm going to tell you something. I can tell you by experience. God knows how to talk to you in the garden. God can talk to you anywhere but I hear his voice a whole lot more on the tractor or in the garden or on the lawnmower or taking a walk than I ever do on Facebook or Google. And everybody and their brother wants to put spiritual posts and none of them help. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you're going to put some, make it spiritual. But none of the posts speak to me near as much as God does when I'm taking a walk in the cool of the day with him. Uh, Number four, let them be kids and let them get dirty. Let them get dirty. Clothes are washable. Mamas get over this. Oh, don't get your clothes dirty. You're going to raise girls. And if that's what you're raising, then raise girls. But if you're trying to raise boys, let them get dirty. And it don't hurt girls to get dirty either. Don't let your fears keep your children from missing out on a healthy childhood because you're afraid. Let them get dirty. Make them get dirty. I probably shouldn't tell this, but we grew up in, in the country, in the farm. Uh, we, would, we would, this is probably gross. We would play in the cow pasture. He's from Tennessee, he knows. And throw it at people. And laugh. You did that to a kid now, they, they, they'd, they'd have to go to the hospital. Mmm, germs. If your kid is more scared of germs, it's because of you. That four-year-old ain't got a problem with germs. You do, and you've scared that kid to death to breathe. And that kid's going to be 14 in a few years and 24 in a few years and they're going to be scared to walk outside without their COVID mask. When they're 20 years old and healthy and they're afraid to breathe the air, everybody else is breathing because everybody's contaminated. Put them in a pasture, let them follow the cow around and throw it at them. This is going on the internet, ain't it? God help me, this ain't going to be good. I'm trying to help you. I mean, if you'll listen to me, you know it's right. Uh, Dirt. God made it. As a matter of fact, you're made from it. You're made from it. Quit being so scared of what God made you out of. He actually got a bunch of it. Put it together, made man, breathed into the nostrils of man, man became a living being. You are the stuff you're scared of. Let them get dirty. Shoes can be washed. I'm not talking about letting them go out and play in their best clothes. Make them change. Go out, play. Outside. Grass. Grass. I'd rather my kids have grass stains on their knees and be outside than to have clean knees and never go outside. Uh, And I'm going to brag on mine for a minute. We can't wash our clothes with theirs because there's going to be a rusty wrench rolling around with my dress clothes because one of them forgot it in their pocket. Uh, the pocket knife hooked up with the dress clothes because one of them for- And all of them going to have mud stains because, because of the dirt. And I couldn't be more proud. Now I have the privilege to live in the country. You may not have that privilege. But take them for a hike, take them for a walk, take them to the park, get them outside, let them get dirty. Let them play. Are y'all hearing me tonight? If this is going to be, and I'm talking about cell phones, computers, and all, if this is going to be in their life, limit this and make a whole lot of that. Um, number five. I'm just writing down things that come to me this afternoon. I'd, I'll roll them down. Uh, diligently and deliberately turn off games, phones, and computers, and TV turn them off. All right, we're going to watch TV, but here's when it goes off. All right, we're going to play this game. Sure, have fun, play that game. You got 45 minutes, 30 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, whatever it is. When it's done, it's done. No more time, and you're going to do something else. And if I was going to do that, me personally, if I was going to do that, I'd do that when the sun went down and there wasn't nothing else they could do outside. All right, go, you can go play for an hour. But make sure you turn it off. Often. Do that in your own life. Turn it off. Unplug it. Put it on silent. Lay it down somewhere. Um, number six, read them books, especially the Bible and Bible stories and make them fun when you read them. Uh, and what do you mean by that? Read it as it's written, uh, but, but talk to them about it. Ask them questions about it. Read them books and read them the Bible. Probably some of the greatest memories of my life was going to my grandparents' house. They did not have a TV, uh, their choice. They decided they didn't want one. Here's what my grandma said. My grandma said, TV makes your grandpa lazy. And she said, he can't get nothing done when he's lazy. So they took the TV out of the house. Grandpa wasn't lazy. He studied, he read, and he worked outside. Uh, and when he wasn't working outside, he'd come in and he read and he studied and he prepared for preaching. And, and she said, if you turn the TV on, he'll sit there and watch that TV. until. Uh, and she knew something about him. And he would, like most of us. Just mindlessly, I mean, just mind-numbing, just watching over and over and over. And so they didn't have one. We'd go to their house and we'd play outside and we'd use our imagination. Uh, we'd have a good time. At the end of the day, we'd get a bath. She'd make sure we got clean and she'd, she was real big on uh, moisturizing your skin. She said, you're going to get old and wrinkly if you don't. And I should have listened to her. I should have listened to her. She'd put Noxema and Vaseline. I mean, she'd just you'd lay in the bed and you'd just stick to the covers. You'd roll over and the whole bed would go with you. Uh but she 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 died with cancer. She was sixty-two years old. Didn't have a wrinkle on her face. She knew what she was talking about. Uh, she probably, if she's still alive today, wouldn't have had a, have had a wrinkle one. I mean, she they wouldn't know where for them to go. They couldn't develop. They was just, Noxema and Vaseline. Uh, we'd sit down in the couch, and I, I can hear two sounds, three sounds. My grandma reading the Bible stories. My grandpa in his chair turning the pages of the Bible periodically as he's reading the paper and the ticking of the clock on the mantel. And man, I'm going to tell you something. When I think of serene, when I think of still, when I think of rest, I go back to that place in my mind. The light turning of the pages of the Word of God, the silence of the room, the reading of the Bible and the clicking of the clock. Grandfather clock on the mantle. Uh, read them the Bible. Read it to them. Uh, that's, that's, that's easy to start and hard to keep doing. I'm guilty of it as well. We'll start it and quit, start and quit. But just keep, if you keep quitting, then keep restarting. Number seven. I'm, I'm close to being done. Are we? I don't know what time we started. I'm trying to hurry. Are y'all good still for a moment? Number seven, porches and shade trees make great places to sit. Porches and shade trees. I read something the other day that architects, when they're building homes, they have removed the front porch. And if you go to the modern subdivision in, anywhere in town, a modern subdivision, most of them have little stoops, uh, but no porch. Nobody sits on the porch anymore. Uh, a generation behind us, that's what they did for entertainment. They sat on the porch as a family in the evening. They, they, they swung, they sat there, they drank tea, they talked, they fellowshiped. Uh, very few people sit on porches. Very few people build them on their homes. It's a good place. If you got one, use it. If you don't put a folding chair under a shade tree, it's a good place to be. You say, Why? Because I can sit down inside in the air conditioner, and I do love the air conditioner. I really do. And I love that easy chair that I got that when I lay back, it gives me a hug and tells me that it's glad I'm back. Uh, but the birds don't chirp inside there. The, 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 what, the Katie did, what are they called? The Katie did, I think. Crickets—that's what I was looking for, but cicadas. Cause yeah, they don't—they don't—they don't whistle and make noises and chirp uh, inside my house. Um, uh, the, the the breeze don't blow inside there, and I'm talking about rest. Get them all right, y'all that hadn't left this enclosed dwelling. Of no sunlight and no oxygen, except manufactured air conditioning, which we appreciate, Brother Chris. He's our AC man. We're glad for the manufactured air conditioning. But y'all who've lived in this box that hadn't come, y'all come outside. There's a breeze blowing. You say well, it's hot out there. You sit down under a shade tree with a breeze. It'll do it. Number eight, old people have wisdom that you need and they wouldn't mind and would probably enjoy the visit. Find old people in your life, and I don't mean that disrespectfully, old people in your life, they have wisdom that you need. Go sit down on their front porch with them. Go sit down in their living room with them and let your kids shut up and listen to somebody who's been somewhere talk. You be quiet. They used to say children are to be seen and not heard. I don't know if it's altogether true, but there's probably a lot to it. You be quiet and listen to somebody with some ancient wisdom talk. I'm going to tell you something tonight. I'm talking to you and you're hearing me and all this is sounding like almost kind of nostalgic, right? Boy, that would be a way of living. Then why don't do it? You got grandparents. You got you got you got people in your life you hadn't seen in six months. Your kids don't respect them. They call them grandpa and grandma. They don't respect them. You don't ever take them over there. Get them, load them up. We're gonna go spend the the Saturday at grandma and grandpa's house, and we're gonna sit down with them, and we're gonna eat with them. We're gonna fellowship with them. We're gonna love on them, and we're gonna listen to them. We're just too busy. They just they just don't like that. Then change what they like. You're in charge. um let's see did I miss anything before I give you the Bible story um let them let them climb a tree climbing trees are good for them falling out of trees ain't that bad either there's usually a branch or two will catch you before you hit rock bottom if not we all live pretty close to a Hospital. They reset bones every day. I'm saying that kidding, but I'm serious. You're scared to death of them being kids, that you won't let them climb a tree, play in the dirt, and you don't realize that you're doing more damage by hovering and and cradling and 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 not letting them be adventurous and imaginative and restful Man, I used to sit in a tree for an hour you done did all that work to get up there you don't want to come right back down sit there and enjoy the breeze I'd say the average kid in Crossroads Baptist Church and we got a good one with good parents the average kid in our church had never climbed a tree no taller than this I don't I'm not telling you that you're wrong or not right with God I'm just giving you my opinion Y'all hearing me tonight? All right. I think that's all I wrote down that I wanted to give you. Now let me give you the Bible. 1 Samuel chapter 3. I'm talking about resting, turning off, unplugging. If you want to turn there, you can. If not, I'll read... um, 1 Samuel 3. Let me give you something to think about. In 1 Samuel chapter 3, we find the story of young Samuel, the future prophet. He's living in the temple with the prophet Eli. You remember the story. Hannah gives him to God. When he comes of age, Hannah brings him down to the temple, puts him in the care of Eli, says, I've given him to the Lord. You take him, you train him, you teach him, and, and, and I want him to serve the Lord. And a vow to God, I'm going to keep my vow. Eli is watching over Samuel at the temple. Um, just like our children, Samuel was in training for adulthood. Every one of our children, they are in training tonight for adulthood. They're little adults on their way to be there. According to the scripture, one night Samuel lay sleeping, the voice of the Lord called Samuel. Thinking that the voice was that of Eli, the prophet, Samuel hurried to Eli to answer his call. Little Samuel, little boy, hears the voice of the Lord. He thinks it's Eli. He gets up out of the bed and he goes to Eli's chambers and he said, yes, Eli, you called me. Eli said, I, I, didn't, I didn't call you. Go back to bed. Um, thinking that the voice was that of Eli, the prophet Samuel hurried to Eli to answer his call and said, here am I. No doubt startled by Samuel's intrusion, Eli quickly shot down any notion that he had called Samuel and sent him back to bed. Three times the Bible states that this took place until Eli finally realized what was going on. Eli instructed Samuel once again to go to bed, but this time informed him that it must have been the voice of the Lord and that if he heard the voice of the Lord call again, that he was answered with these words Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. God did speak to Samuel again, and Samuel heard him. Thank God for the voice of the Lord, and thank God that Samuel heard it. Here's my thought What if Samuel had been one of our kids, or maybe even one of us? What if Samuel wouldn't have been able to hear God over the noise of society? What if our kids can no longer hear the voice of God? What if we can't hear what God wants to say because there's never a down time. There's never a quiet time where we can hear the still small voice of God. Take time to rest, to sit in quietness, to listen, and teach it to your children. Turn stuff down, turn stuff off so that we can hear the voice of God when he speaks. Turn off Disney, make them go to sleep. Bedtimes are not bad. Nobody likes them when you're a kid. When you're an adult, you look forward to it. How many of y'all are like, man, I enjoy church tonight, but we're getting a little closer to bedtime, praise the Lord. Just a little while, I'll be home in my comfortable clothes I can lay down in the bed, hallelujah. Amen. All the kids are like, oh man, the sun's going down. This means he's going to have to go to bed in a little while. Make them go to bed. It's good for them. And let them sit in there with silence so they can hear the voice of God. Lord, if you'll, if you'll take my thoughts, and Lord, I use them, I sure would appreciate it. God, I'm I'm not the epitome of all of this, and all of this, God, I have room for improvement. But God, you've helped, and I thank you for it. Lord, continue to help us. Lord, we're not going to turn back time. We're not going to go back to yesterday. Those days are in the past. But God, tonight we can implement truth in any generation we live. We don't have to do what everybody else does, and we don't have to do it like they do it. Lord, these things are here. They're here to stay. But God, in the middle of all that, we can be in control. We can unplug them. We can turn them off. We can use them in the right time and turn them off in the right time. We can let our kids be kids and we can let our kids enjoy their childhood. In a way, maybe that's different than their neighbor, but in a way that's productive in their life. Lord, help us, I pray. We thank you for it.